Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's another profile projection, pro player profile and projection. And today we are doing Miguel Enrique Andujar, the 23-year-old from San Cristobal, Dominican Republic, placed second in Rookie of the Year voting, was one of the best offensive bats throughout the season for the Yankees last year. This is going to be an exciting and interesting player profile and projection, and it is brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Jake, tell the people about Dugout Mugs. If they don't know yet, Jim, they don't deserve to know that these Dugout Mugs are made like baseball bats. It's the top end of a baseball bat. Uh, what do I like to do? Watch baseball? What do I like to drink out of? Cups? Not anymore. You're drinking out of a baseball bat. That's who you are. Hey, do you like baseball? Someone walks into the room. They look at you. Do you like baseball? You turn to them. In your hand is your dugout mug with the Yankees logo on it. You pivot slowly. You drink the beer and say, I don't know, do I like baseball? And they say, all right, I guess I'll come back and talk to you later because you're acting really weird. But you add these dugout mugs to your repertoire. Like if someone calls you out and they're like, uh, do you really know baseball? And then all of the sudden you're drinking out of a baseball bat? Yeah, I think they know baseball. You can fit them in your back pocket. So, like, that'd be perfect for walking around a tailgate or walking around a tailgate or the stadium, like, fill me up with some beer, and they go to hand you a plastic cup. Here, kegs, kegs over there. I'm, I'm set. And you pull yeah. out your dugout mug. I'm like, whoa, you must really like baseball. And you say, here's sure do, loser. Go fuck here's yourself. Here's 10 bucks for the keg. I'll be using my own cup. Thank you very much. <laughs> to dugoutmugs.online slash Talking Yanks. Go check out their collection. Pretty cool stuff. Say you the get- website again. I always forget it. Dugoutmugs.online slash Talking Yanks, which is the name of the podcast you're listening to. Got it. Currently. It's all about the New York Yankees and, and uh, Duhar. Anduhar. Call, Call up, up. Anduhar. <laughs> That's fun. That was funny. Nice. Both at it. Same time. Anyway, uh, this offseason with the Machado sweepstakes, Jake. Right. And uh, since people don't know how to have debates without being hard on one side or hard on the other side. Right. There was. So Yankees Nation got divided into Anduhar's. Never going to be the future third baseman. Right. Get rid of him, move him now, or let him develop. Why are you trying to trade him? And, like, you know, people acted like there's not middle ground. So I, there's a lot of tweets out there that in two years are going to look very good or very bad, I think. Because people, oh, yeah. people just love diving in. So I think it's going to be an interesting thing because he is Jekyll and Hyde, defense and offense. As of now, absolutely. Um, and I, I think you and I, you and I have slightly different stances on this from what we've talked about. Let's let, I mean, let's go back and relive it, Jim. Miguel Andujar, he comes up last year. Brandon Drury gets hurt. Tough break, bro. Um, he didn't get hurt. He went blind or he had been blind. Yeah, that's an injury. Um, 
His eyes hurt. So Andujar comes up and he essentially comes in and does nothing but hit. He, um, Jim, he finishes the year 297 batting average, 27 home runs, 92 RBIs, and 855 OPS. Uh, he was one of our more stable bats throughout the season. Um, and I, I think that kind of sums it up. I've got more stats on that side of the ball. Uh, defensively, it was a uh, it was a rookie season to say it politely. Uh, the guys throwing motion that's been a problem throughout the minors. Uh, we saw some issues with that. We saw some issues just going to his backhand in general. Uh, the guy was not a major league third baseman. Uh, that's I mean that's the only accurate way to say it. Um, and that's that leads into what you you led us up to is that I there's two there's two schools of thoughts on it. I'm I there was one statement that I really liked, and it it's tough to leave out my homer because I I love third base. That's that's my second favorite position outside center field. And as I mentioned on this podcast before, watching some of the guys who do it the right way in the playoffs, Bregman was just amazing to watch play third base in the playoffs. And seeing that compared to Miguel Andujar, I was like, yo, I don't know if Miguel Andujar can play third base. If if I see Alex Bregman playing like that, I don't know. Um, I think someone said it best, and I'll, I'll see if I could dig up and remember who it was, but they said, with rookies in any sport, we fall in love with what they do well. And for Andujar, it's so easy. That helicopter swing, just driving the ball, um, just putting such impressive impact on the ball. It's awesome to see. He, he was second in doubles last year. He, he tied the rookie record. Am I remembering that right, Jim? I don't remember. Okay. I can't confirm well, nor deny. It was around there. Um, <laughs> but he finished second in the doubles last year. He was getting all sorts of Joe, was it, it, Joe D comparisons last year. He might have tied the Yankees rookie record with Joe D. I don't know if it was MLB. Okay. But again, I'm not uh, sure either. Might have been both. Um, yeah. But anyways, it was. it's just so special. You you rarely see a guy at the plate They when you tell. It, it, it was close to much must-watch baseball, just an absolute helicopter. And so with his defensive deficiencies, it's easy to point at those and say, like, wow, this guy is a worldly hitter, but he clearly can't play third base. Let's move on. Where we don't look at him like a normal rookie. Like, I think if Andujar's hitting... <laughs> was slightly less special, I think we'd be saying like, okay, let's let's wait for the whole package to come together, but we're the Yankees and we don't really do that. Um, so, I mean, I'm in the boat where I still think he's young. I think the start of this year is going to be hugely important, and I think the Yankees' timeline is a factor on it because you can't have him holding you back. You can't have – you can't bench him – in a playoff game because he is so poor defensively. You just can't have that with what this team's goals are. Um, so I think early on this season we're going to find out. Do I think Miguel Andujar can become a league average third baseman? Absolutely. Do I think there's even a chance if he gets the next three to five years at third base he can become above average? Yes, which I, I know you're not on that page, but um, it's going to be really interesting to see how Miguel Andujar's career timeline lines up with the Yankees' current timeline because if you move him away from third base, he does become that much more or less valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Next season, Jake, here's a preview of, of next season. Sure. 
uh, on Twitter. Andujar makes a really nice play, right? Like a nice stop, throws him out. You're going to see five tweets on your timeline right away with that SpongeBob talking down to a toddler sarcasm. Andujar can never improve on defense. Right. Tweets. Andujar moves to his left, grabs the ball, does his double wind-up motion, throws in the dirt. Andujar can improve. It's just going to be nonstop. Yeah. And it's stuck with him. I think it's going to be stuck with him for the next two years. People aren't going to be able to get it out of their brains, whether he does improve or doesn't. This is just his storyline defensively, and everyone's going to be honed in on every play he makes and his footwork and his throwing motion, as we should be. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like That's what it is. You have to watch everything closely. That's part of the job. Yeah. So we'll just stay on defense side of the the ball for now because we can switch the offense and all that. But defensively, like you said, I don't think he can, he can ever become a, like a gold glove candidate. And right. and some people do. They're like, he, he can. I think he can become average third baseman where his offense allows for the few mistakes and the little bit lesser range. And it's fine. And it's not a glaring issue. He's not that now. Right now, it's a glaring issue. He right. got benched for a playoff game, and he didn't start a lot of Tanaka and CeCe's games because they're ground ball pitchers. I mean, right. that's 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 real bad. Yeah. That means it's a problem. So that's where we're going into this season. We're going into it's a problem because that's the very last game of the year he didn't start. So anyone that says his defense isn't a problem right now is lying to themselves and to you. We're hoping it improves, but the status quo right now is that his defense is a problem and we can't go on with it as it is. We can't go on with the third baseman that gets benched for every ground ball pitcher and in the playoffs. Right. Should, Should we not expect his defense to get better though? We should sure hope so. We we said that last year about Gary's defense, and it didn't happen either, so you never know. Right, and there's some injury stuff there, and I mean, it's... it's I, I, I was going to spin it more so in your Gary argument that, like, people ignore, because the Yankees have been open with this, like, Gary's past ball issues for what he provides on offense when he's right is extremely worthwhile, and I think that's kind of the comparison you can make with Andujar. If you can get him to be a league average defender... For what he provides on offense, it's kind of the same thing. Those for Gary's past balls, if if Andujar has a, a backhanded play he can't make every other week, it's kind of worth it if he can be a three hundred thirty home run guy from that position because that's so extremely valuable. It's a little different because Gary provides you good things on defense as well, where Andujar doesn't provide you anything good. His whole, his whole defensive game is a bad package where. Gary, they're saying the base stealing game calling outweighs the pass balls. Andujar, there's there's no divisions within the defensive problem. It's just he's it's not true. that good defensively, so it's it's not that uh, equal. But whatever, we're going in with the problem. I, I expect him to get better because if he hasn't been working on it nonstop, then what's going on there across the board? Yankee system, coaches, Andujar himself, Andujar's team. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we got that, a full that's... season to look at the flaws now with big league footage and big league coaches and big league personnel to attack it. So if he, if he doesn't come out a, a, a little better, I would be confused. And I think that was one of the pitches I gave you at some point this offseason was the fact that if you can hit, you can play Major League Baseball. 
Like, that's it. That's a fact of life. And Miguel Andujar came up and hit Major League Baseballs for a full season at a very impressive clip. Mm-hmm. So Andujar was going to go in, and you're going to work on your hitting, obviously. But Miguel Andujar, after this season, could say, okay, I can hit Major League pitching. Right now, I can't play third base at a Major League level, which not a lot of... Not, how many baseball players on the world have that problem? <laughs> How many guys can walk around and say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a great major league hitter. Uh, my fielding's just not there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's far and few between. So I really think he clearly has the eye hand. He's an athletic guy. I, I'm expecting him to improve at third base and be able to, to be able to play that position. I really do. I hope so. You know, I shook his hand a couple weeks ago. Right. Very lotiony, damp hands. Mm. So maybe that's the throwing, you know, it just comes from there's too much juice on the ball. We got to get him a rosin back. Okay. A little rosin in the back pocket or something. Yep. Going to need a little rosin in Andor's back pocket, judging on the one handshake I had with him. That's my expert opinion. That's the expert take. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, do you want to talk about first base DH type stuff at all or not? Nah? Don't think, don't think he should be in first base. I said this earlier, like picture him at first base. It just doesn't look like a first baseman to me. Yeah. Picture him stretching and everything. Uh, Left field, Yankee Stadium's left field is one of the biggest left fields in the game. One of the hardest to play. They play Brett Gardner out there, even though he doesn't have the best offensive game because he plays such a good left field in Yankee Stadium, which is a hard position to play. Our next left fielder, Clint Frazier can't even play left field that well. And yeah. and he and he does it in the minors every single day. So the people that think Andujar is just going to go play left field and be like, a, oh, yeah, the, his defense is going to be a plus in left field. No, it's going to be this. That, that's crazy to me. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think a lot of the defensive storylines are almost, they're kind of out of our control at this point. Like, I, you know, we're obviously not going to talk Machado factor, but it could be a thing. Um, and then if Andujar can't pick it, I mean, it, it kind of climbs up. It becomes a Yankees' number one priority. Do you move him to first? Do you make him a DH? Does Giancarlo go to left? So it, it's a whole can of worms that I don't think, for a player profile preview, I don't think we can go down. I think we we say what's out there. We say what we're looking for. But I, I don't think you and I can address it right now. Um, but I think that spins us to the better side of what Miguel Andujar does, Jim. Yep. Hit baseballs. Swing a vicious bat. What do you like? I know you were you were trying to dig through some stats. I mean, what what, what were you looking for? What do you like about Andujar? So I, I was just looking at the walk numbers because it's, it's weird because he has a good eye. Right. And uh, he actually has a decent approach, but it was confusing at first because the first couple months he had like three walks. Right. And his on-base percentage was like 300. It was only a little bit higher. But his plate discipline isn't bad. He just doesn't like walking. I remember at one point he walked yeah. during the season and he like looked at the dugout and shrugged his shoulders like, see, I can walk. And it must have been something they talked about. So I, I, I looked at this. I thought it was interesting. I, I, I still would like the on-base percentage to get higher. Because to, yeah, to have a 299 batting average, right? That's what it was, 299? 297. 297. And what was his OBP? 328. So that's not terrible, but it could be much better. 
Yeah, and uh, on-base on percentage is something that you normally see trend with major leaguers in times because it's, it's seeing more pitches, it's having more plate appearances. So I think that's going to come a little a little naturally, but also at the same time, like you were saying, normally you see that with players if they have a 289 batting average and a 300 OBP, it's they chase a lot of junk, and Andujar doesn't do that. He didn't strike out 100 times last year. Yeah. Um, the, the guy has some good plate discipline, and uh, Jimmy, one of the numbers that jumped out for me, I, I've, I've got a couple interesting ones for you, and I, I'll start here because this is basic. In the first half, he hit 279 with a 316 OBP and an 805 OPS, which that was 84 games. And Jim, I don't know if you remember this, but this is back-to-back years now. I did it with Didi two years ago. I did it with Andujar last year. I got a little fear twitch because when you have those kind of numbers with that OBP, you're a bad slump away from being in a bad spot. Like, Andujar was a slump away from being a, a 260 hitter with a 290 OBP that can't play third base. That takes you from big-time prospect to not big-time prospect real quick. But what did Miguel Andujar do? In the second half last year, Jim, 65 games, he hit 319 with a 345 OBP, a 919 OPS, 15 homers, 20 doubles. The guy was an absolute stud. His BABIP, balls better than play, only went up, uh, I mean, less than 20 points. So I guess what I'm interested to see is, was, was this just a baseball coincidence? We see guys have good halves. We see guys have bad halves. Or was this another progression by a young player? Like, did Miguel Andujar make a leap to become more of a 320 hitter than a 280 hitter that he was the first half of the season. 320 is a really lofty number, but I don't think there's anything telling us that this guy's not a 300 hitter, question mark? No, because he can put the ball, he can put the bat on the ball. Like he squares it up nicely, and when he does, it's not like toe and just like it's an infield dribbler. Like when Andujar squares the ball up, it goes to the wall. Hey, we don't need any more of that toe slander. He's gone. <laughs> well... It makes my point. Like when I he know. he's got the hit tool, you love the hit tool, and when he has the hit, the hit tool, tool, he smacks the ball. Yeah, and I've I've got another um this another another quick hitter stats on Anduhar. His high leverage stats. I mentioned Hicks's high leverage stats a, a couple eps ago. Uh, in 120 plate appearances, 108 at bats, and during high leverage at bats. But from Baseball Reference, Anduhar hit 315, 358 OBP. 951 OPS. Um, so he was, when it mattered, he was really good last year, which again, that it, it's a small sample. That could be a career trend. It could be a one-year fluke. We'll have to see with that. The other thing, and I just found this interesting, Jim, and I think you'll like this a lot. I was looking at his, his stats during innings range. So like you can look up stats between the first and the third inning, the fourth and the sixth inning, and the seventh and the ninth inning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anduhar's stats <laughs> are basically the exact same throughout. So innings one through three, nine home runs, 35 RBIs, 298, 858 OPS. Innings four through six, nine home runs, 32 RBIs, 294, 873 OPS. Innings seven through nine, nine home runs, <laughs> 293, uh, 820 OPS. So I... I just think that was another just it's kind of a quirky baseball stat, but it was something that stood out to me. And I think it was reflective. Like 
if you saw Miguel Andujar up at almost any situation in the game, whether it's early, late, middle innings, you you just felt comfortable that he was going to put a good at bat together. And that's mm-hmm. kind of, that you can't say that a lot of MLB guys nowadays, never mind a guy in his rookie year. Yeah, all the stats look good as they go cuz he like you said as month by month went on they got better. Everything got better. The walks even got better. And that's the only thing I can pick apart out of his offensive game, Jake, is the the walks. And I have I have something that I found. Okay. I was looking at how long did Andujar go between walks, right? Right. So his longest stretch is 16 games. In 2018, he went 16 games without a walk at one point. You know how many times he went 10 games plus without one walk? So if you think about that, 10 games, four at-bats per game, 40 at-bats. Okay. Without a walk. Do you know how many times he didn't get, he went had 10 game stretch of zero walks? Twice. Six times. Okay. That's 60 plus games divided by like one walk out of yeah. 100 games. Uh, do you know how many times Glaber, his counterpart, rookie, had a 10 game stretch of no walks? How many times, Jim? Zero. Wow. Didi. Zero. Wow. Stanton and Gary had one each. So uh, that's the only knock. It's not really just, I just like him to take more walks. And we, like we said, it's not like he is swinging Jimmy, out of his shoes. how do you get off the island? You don't walk off the island, I'll tell you that. You don't walk off the island. Yeah, and I, I mean, a quick counter, and I know we're almost nitpicking at a weird thing here. Those high leverage stats I mentioned before, um, there's high, medium, and low leverage. He he had his least amount of at-bats by uh, a matter of over 100, and he had the same amount of walks there. So I, I think it's everything we're saying, Jim. Like, this guy can do it. He sees the pitches coming in. <laughs> he just wants to hit the ball. Yeah. Which we, end of the day, we like that. We um, like that. Need to see the defense improve because, like I said, anyone acting as if the status quo right now isn't, it's a problem is lying to right. themselves. It's it's a problem. So we need to see that improve. Uh, but so it's, you can throw him at DH and you can try some things. But the, the easiest thing is for his defense to improve even ever so slightly. Let's see. Let's see. We'll ignore the defense. We'll do a quick over under. We've, we've been kind of missing these. I'll just give you straight up. Miguel Andujar over under 300 batting average. Under. That's I think that's too much to go over. If you went 280, I'd go over easily. But right. 300's a high mark, man. That's it's not even really asked for anymore. Right. So I mean, I'm I take it. I I would honestly take it. Like when I when I talked about those second half stats, and when you just watch the guy's game day in day out, um, I wouldn't be, almost, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But if I'm betting, right. I'm gonna go under 300. He 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 doesn't because he's not swinging for power like everyone else in baseball. He doesn't have a swing that gets him in too much of a funk, even for how violent it is. Hey, may, maybe it'll come come back at me end of the year with egg on my face. But I'll I'll take the three hundo. I I I think he's gonna do it. Poop on your face. I preferred the egg, but well, you beggars can't be choosers. Yee. And you've kissed a butt before. Thank you guys for listening. This is the end of this episode, a longer one, because it's a hot topic. Jekyll and Hyde, Anduar. See you later. See you tomorrow with another episode. Thanks for stopping by. Leave a review. That'd be nice.